Hey, you're listening to the Church League Podcast. Today we talk about a little bit of everything from baseball to football trades with Aaron Rodgers and then obviously the NBA playoffs. And then we talk about the worst decisions that some teams have ever made in the history of their program. It's going to be a good one. Let's get started. Podcast. I'm Roman, hanging out with James, Corey. How you guys doing? What's going on, man? I'm doing good, man. I don't know if you should go by Roman anymore. Should be more uh, wary bonds for the Whiteberry bonds with that earring in there, huh? Um, we went there. I appreciate that, by the way. If you don't know, Roman has his ear pierced. I don't actually. I did though. I got my ears pierced in high school. Yeah. Um, secretly. Uh, I actually don't even know if my dad. Yeah. How did like, that go? That was. Uh, well, hey, Brian. Uh, if you're not aware, Roman had had his ears pierced at some point. It was a good time. Um, you and my brother Craig. My brother Craig got his ear pierced. Oh, Craig. He came home to a lot of ridicule. I bet he did. Yeah, he did. Um, yeah. So this is just a clip-on earring, um, but it does have like the Barry Bonds dangly cross, and that, I personally love it. It's the Barry Bonds cross, not the Jesus cross. It's the Jesus cross. <laughs> but he had a lot of home runs. Come but on, he has man. a lot of home <laughs> runs. So. I mean, uh, I mean, I kind of credit the cross to Christ, but if you want to go Barry Bonds, I mean, well, this one's silver. <laughs> this one's silver, not gold, so it's okay, different. I see. Um, I see. It's a completely. It's a. It's a different. We're, That's um, definitely the cross you're going to bear tonight. 100. percent Oh, I'm wearing it at church for we'll sure. We'll see how the youth parents and our elders what they feel about that. I'm. I, the kids are going to love it. You're from a generation that most people aren't going to say anything because they're afraid to offend you. Correct. The problem yeah. is, is now my no, 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 no. That's not the millennial generation. That would be the Gen Z generation that is that is offended by everything. I love. I'm see the, the best thing to happen for the millennial generation is another generation to come. Gosh, yeah, because boomers couldn't needed to find somebody to complain about. I love the Gen Xers are just kind of left out of the conversation altogether. Yeah, I know you do. You guys do nothing. I'm like, sort of borderline. So I'm borderline both, so I understand the pain of both. Mm-hmm. I remember when people made poor choices about earrings, and you got it on the right ear or the left ear. Does I had it, it on matter? both. I mean, I don't honestly, think it matters these days, but yeah, uh, yeah. it used to matter when I was in school. It when really used to matter. To, like, it was a big deal school about wearing an earring. We were like, I need to make sure I get this on the right one because. <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, it, it was an interest. Like, it's funny how things like that matter. <laughs> if not, you'll be shoved in a locker or something. No, we yeah, well, head in the toilet. Not anymore because you'll get offended. All right, we um, started out hot. Man. Yeah, hey, it's a great way to start the episode because today we got a lot of hot takes. Um, yeah, gonna we're going to start with the NBA. It's the playoffs. Uh, we've had some really, really great games. Um, watching the Warriors and the Kings play, series is tied at two apiece. Um, we've had two games decided by uh, a Harrison Barnes three and an Andrew Wiggins three. Right. I mean, like, basically, I mean, Andrew Wiggins is what Harrison Barnes used to be for the Warriors. It's such a cool, yeah. like, it's such an interesting, Andrew Wiggins is a significantly better player, I think. Um, at, at this point, for yes, sure. Yes, yeah. and was for a while considered a bust in the draft. Um, which, no spoilers or whatever, but we might talk about something similar to that later on the episode. But, I mean, now it's it's amazing to see Andrew Wiggins' transformation, how much how much he is uh, a part of the team and how important he is as a key component. Um, I think well, getting in after Kevin Durant is helpful in that scenario. And it's kind of rare in the NBA for someone to become a, an elite defender. Yes. And also be a viable offensive threat. Yeah. And so, I mean, that makes him really valuable. Yeah. Well, he, what's so funny is he used to be literally the worst defender in the league. Um, there how, is do you, a, how do you just pick that up? I don't, I'm, well, Hold on. Are you saying that effort and coaching matters? It, 100%. So I, I think it's interesting because when he was, there was a year that he played for Minnesota 
um, or was it? It was Minnesota. Minnesota. Yeah. That he, no joke, opponents scored on average like two points more per game when he was guarding them than anyone else in the NBA. Because I don't think I don't think Minnesota had prioritized playing all aspects of the game at sure. a high level. So if we can outscore teams and win, great. But I don't know if players were willing to put in the work to be good defenders and in, in offensive. He's players. also no longer the number one. Or you could push yeah. that back to Calipari. Sure. How, how about any defense over there in Kentucky? Oh, you don't need it. Yeah. Like, that's not I – mean, it's a – especially when – I mean, at the college level when Kentucky has everyone. Yeah. Um, which, you know, you're a Duke fan, so you know what that feels like. Yeah. Um, like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, when, when like, you spread the talent out yeah. among – you know, you got – you're, like, three deep. I mean, that was the – I think, like, maybe Andrew Wiggins played on the team. No, he was before Devin Booker. But, like, there was a year – like, Devin Booker did not start a single game at Kentucky. How crazy is that? And then got picked in the first round, I believe, when he went to the draft the next year. That's nuts. That's gross. That is disgusting. Like, obviously, right decision. Yeah, no. Um, But it's crazy to think that that's how deep Kentucky was at one point. They played scouts at practice. Yeah, Yeah, that's nuts. Devin Booker looks playoff good right now. It's amazing how playoffs change, how players play. So defenses will pick up and stuff, but players are. Well, we had a couple poor man sweeps. Um, the yeah. Phoenix Phoenix beat the 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 Clippers. I like that term, uh, poor man sweep. I mean, four, four to one is essential. I mean, like more often than not, you're going to win one game at home. Somebody's going to have a phenomenal game. Like whatever. We had a we had a girl in college just that not me because it wouldn't have been kind, mm-hmm. but some of the people at school called her poor man's Britney Spears. Oh, <laughs> I mean, I get it. <laughs> That's fair. Like, and I didn't understand it when they first said it, and then I thought about it. I was like, "Oh, I get it." Yeah, like yeah. Re- like the great value brand. Yeah. Shout out to yeah, Sheila. Yeah. So. I get it. <laughs> yeah, right. So. Yeah. So, so, and then you got um, Denver over the Timberwolves, right? Um, yeah. You know, everybody. I think we all saw that coming from a mile away. Um, Jimmy buckets, stinking Jimmy buckets. Dude. That's it. Like we've been playing, kind of preparing what we're going to talk about, and I like there's something else that big happened. Yes, I know it's a big deal. My brother Kyle and I text every once in a while, but usually in like sport, big sporting events, we're pretty good about just saying, "Hey, are you paying attention to this?" Yeah, and he sent a message out of nowhere, it's like Jimmy Butler, and I was like, "Right, this it was Nuts. incredible to watch." Yeah. Now you had to blur out a lot of what he was saying, of course, because he was pumped, of yeah. course. But uh, but it was incredible to watch. I, I mean, think something about it, it's basketball. his city, I believe, is what he Man, said. Yeah, a couple like extra that. words. City, yep. yeah, city is what he said. <laughs> um, that. I mean, he, what do you have? Fifty six. Fifty six. That's. I mean, like fifty six, and those were th- that was. There were clutch buckets, not just free throws. Yeah. Like two huge three. Well, it was almost a three. I mean, like Kevin Durant, big toe on the line. Like yeah. he had two huge buckets there at the end. That was just, I mean, outrageous. Yeah. Jimmy Butler's fifty six point point performance better than LeBron's twenty twenty. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Uh, well, I just be, wanted to hear you say that. No, absolutely. I mean, like, don't yeah. get me wrong. I mean, 20, 20 rebounds is impressive. 20 rebounds is nuts. But, like, if Jimmy Butler doesn't do that, they lose. Yeah. Because yeah. the game was close. Oh, yeah. Like, it, that's what it's going to take. The fact that they're up 3-1. And that's here. What's going is, on in that series, though? I mean, crazy. I know I know Giannis is hurt, but um, Tyler Hero's out. Yeah. Um, Man, they Oladipo, just no Oladipo went down with the yeah, knee out, man. Yeah, like, let's pour one out for that, Phil. I mean, yeah, that, that's that, terrible. Yeah. I was watching Cody Zeller and Cody Zeller and Oladipo played in Indiana together. Mm-hmm. 
and he had the surrender cobra hands on the head yeah. sort of posture, and it was just hard to watch. Oh, both teams, you know, it I mean? was rough, and you know, he knew it happened. It was just so hard to watch. I'm a huge Old Depot fan. Yes, yeah, such an athlete, and that's what sets him apart is his athleticism. Mm-hmm. And when you can't keep your knee, your tendons, whatever going, your quad muscles, <laughs> I mean, you can't be athletic. So hopefully, he'll be able to to get back and play. Well, yeah, and then we have um, the Hawks Celtics, um, Trey Young. Ice Trey, Ice Trey, one of the worst nicknames of all time. That will be a that will be a top five draft for sure. Hundred percent. I mean, I think he might need to pick up like a collagen uh, sponsor for that hair, dude. He needs to thicken that thing up a little. It bit. is rough. It's. Like, I mean, he also like his face <laughs> is crooked. Like it is. Like his chin is one is like definitely going to one side. Does he get buckets? He has buckets. He had thirty eight, four and thirteen. Thirteen assists. I mean, that's that's legit triple. I mean, a legit double double. Yeah, I think Trey Young's a handsome young man. Stop it. No one I mean, thinks that. Come on, I didn't know no, he said a There isn't a single human being that sorry, actually I'm, thinks that. Um, I was too distracted by your earring to notice that. Listen, no one looks at Trey Young and goes beautiful. Um, no, <laughs> his mother and yeah. I think that three pointer. I thought that was pretty beautiful. Last the the three pointer that he shot doesn't I mean, mean like he could shoot it from anywhere. I, I'm not a fan of the ice tray, like the right, no. burr cold sort of response. Um, but man, he, he what what I am impressed with him this year is he hasn't had to be the only guy scoring. Yeah, um, and I don't think the Hawks can win that series. No, you, but um, I didn't think the Heat had a chance either. And the Heat, I don't know if that's as big of upset as we're thinking mm-hmm. with Milwaukee. But um, but uh, you know the Hawks are going to go away at some point. They need another piece. Yeah, and they needed to be a little more edgy. They need to be able to to be a little more. Well, that's what they did last have year. Have an enforcer in there. Yeah. They did it last year with the Knicks, and they got real hyped about beating the Knicks. And I was like, you didn't calm down. <laughs> like, chill yeah. out, please. Um, so who's your pick? Um, at this point, you know, some of the teams are already through. I think the Sixers, Embiid's got to be healthy. And sure. They say right now he's 50 50 next round. I think they sandbag him a lot. Of course they do. Um, I still don't think they can, they can come out of the East. I mean, if, yeah, I mean, even without Milwaukee, I just don't feel it. No, I, I think Boston is the best yeah. team in the East. If Boston, if somehow miraculously the Hawks, come back and beat the Celtics, which I don't think they're going to do. That'll change everything. It, it's, I mean, it is. It, that'll be, it'll be crazy to see what happens. Out Someone of made a comment um, during one of the broadcasts that, like, the NBA was kind of like March Madness right now. Yeah. And, and with the seven-game series, it's hard to say that. I think Boston's just undervaluing the Hawks. They need to close out some games and put, yeah. put their starters on the bench. They need to finish mm-hmm. these things out earlier. Um, they, they struggled with that at the end of the year. Um, I'm 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 kind of man. I thought I would root for the Grizzlies, mm-hmm. and you know, no, the Brooks situation and some of that. It's just I'm tired of it. Yeah. And so it's nice to see them get put to the edge. Um, I don't know if the Lakers have enough to win it all, but uh, but out of the East is still Boston for me, and out of the West, who you got? Um, are you a Golden State guy? Um, yeah, I think if Golden State gets past the Kings, who like no, I mean. You, you had mentioned before that, like, not in not in the episode, but when we were talking before the episode, was that the Kings are sneaky good, and I and I I mean I agree in yeah. sort of what you're saying. Like, no one's like, oh, the Kings are incredible, but like they have legitimately put together like one of the best offensive seasons in NBA history. Yeah. So it's 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 not like the Warriors are like not playing a phenomenal team. Like the Kings are offensively the best team in the NBA. Yeah. Um. I still, I still like the Warriors, especially if De'Aaron Fox doesn't play tonight. The, the Warriors still have to win a road game. 
Which is their Achilles heel. Yeah, they all can't. Year they long. haven't been able to do well, this. That's, so that's tonight, right? Yeah, yeah it is right. tonight. If it's yeah. not tonight, then it's Game Seven. Right, and and I think if I, they win tonight, I think the series is over. Yeah, I would completely agree. They, um, and and it all. I think it all hangs on De'Aaron Fox's fractured finger. He can't um, play. He can, there's no way. What finger was it? Any idea? I, I I can't remember if it was a shooting hand or not. But like, <laughs> that, that's gonna be tough. If I mean, De'Aaron Fox on a shooting hand had four fingers broke, he would still shoot better than I do. Sure. So I mean, I mean, absolutely. I'm not going to undervalue what these guys maybe not, do. Maybe not from three. I don't know. Like, from three, he's not the greatest three-point shooter in general. I thought you were like, going to say from three, I'm pretty good. <laughs> yeah, sure. Um, I kind of wish that it would have been a, it, that we could get a Lakers-Warriors in the Western Conference Finals, but it's not going to be second way. round. Yeah, yeah. It would be yeah. second yeah. round That's if it happens. And I, that would be one of the, the craziest second rounds ever. I yeah. think the Nuggets I think the Nuggets are still the best out of the West. Really? Murray's good. I mean, they are good. Murray's yeah. good, and he gets playoff good. Jokic is always good. Yeah. Uh, Gordon's good, and what is it? Caldwell Pope. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's, 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 he's a winner. They got, they're deep. Yeah. And that's where the Suns aren't deep enough. No. Um, I, the Kings aren't deep enough. The Warriors have depth. The, the Lakers aren't deep enough. So you need some depth in playoffs. And yeah. If someone gets hurt, and that's what we're noticing in a lot of these, these players have to play through injuries. And if somebody gets hurt, they're in trouble. Yeah. And, well, it is a matchup. So, like, if if the Lakers make it to that, it's a matchup nightmare because Jokic over Anthony Davis, yeah. Jamal Murray. Um, I pick Jamal Murray over either Austin Reeves or um, um, who's the other guy? Demarcus Russell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, D'Angelo Russell. D'Angelo. Russell. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, we're talking football. Yeah, game. we were. Yeah, yeah sorry. I, We've I mean, been I, all over the place. I, I, I think that that's a and like Anthony Davis is hurt every three seconds. That's yeah. the most. That is the hardest thing in the world to watch. Anthony Davis gets hurt like every like legitimately. I watched this the past game against the Grizzlies, and he like fell down and got hurt. <laughs> and then like four plays later, he somehow got hit in the nether regions and got hurt. I, I don't, Can dude, we talk just, about that as a theme for the playoffs? So like how many pl- players have gotten hit in the no-no square? Dude, it is it's been kind of crazy. Yeah. Like maybe that's just the is that a real and, NBA go-to move? Draymond stepped on um, Sabonis's back, right? And I thought it was a legitimate like he had to land somewhere. Correct. But Embiid should have got ejected. 100%. Harden did get ejected and probably shouldn't have. Right. Dylan Brooks probably shouldn't have got ejected. Yeah, it's been it's been weird like I've I've thought that the decisions that were made were opposite or almost consistently yeah. opposite of what I think should have happened. Now I'm cool with Draymond Green getting ejected as long as Sabonis gets ejected in that scenario, right? Because they were both part of the problem. They, but like the, Draymond Green, I don't think steps on Sabonis's chest unless his leg gets grabbed. Yeah, like, yeah. I don't think Draymond's like, "Oop, sucks to suck. You're in yeah. my way." Like I don't think it works like that. So I I don't know. Like, does the NBA when they review these plays, do they have someone from like the main office saying, "Hey, this is how we're going to keep this consistent"? Because those officials don't know what's going on. These games aren't happening simultaneously. Right. But at some point. The, the later game needs to say, hey, this happened earlier today, and this is the standard. Yeah. and Because it matters. It does. It matters that you keep the game um, consistent in, in when it's happening in the location, right. but across the NBA it is, especially with ejections, because players get suspensions, and that changes everything. So there, you think there would be some kind of voice that, that comes in from, well, I guess, in the NFL, it's from New York or wherever, they're like, hey, this is we're going to overrule that. The NBA surely has that voice of reason to say this is the standard we need to keep. Yeah, but it's it's crazy, and and defenders can really take advantage of if I get hit anywhere in the face area or the nether mm-hmm. regions area, yeah. I'm flopping. LeBron, 
I felt like laid on the ground a little longer than he should have when Brooks hit him in the sure in the nether regions. And part of that is if I lay here long enough, they're going to review this. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, I've I've gotten embarrassed because I've gotten hurt like that before, mm-hmm. and you get up because you don't want people to see you down. You know, like it's embarrassing. Like oh, I don't want people to know I'm hurt. Yeah. That's not the that's not the vibe in the NBA. Um, if you, no. it's almost like soccer is. Let's get the call. If I've got, a, if I can get the call, I'm going to get the call. Yeah, well, you get the call. But also, if you're late in the game, it gives you what, 15 seconds to like to relax lay down. for a second, you get a break. And breathe, you know? Yeah, you get a break. Which I mean, shoot, LeBron's what 37. Can we talk 30? about um, Curry calling a phantom timeout? That was rough. Like that scares me a little bit with Golden State. Do you think Chris Webber had a oh like a flashback? Like he yeah. had some PTSD moment. Like right they there? text each other afterwards. They have like a support group. He's like, "Here, here's my therapist." Like, don't worry, I got you, dog. <laughs> well, but th- I expect that to never happen with Golden State and with yeah. Steph Curry because he is so cerebral and he is always thinking ahead. Now things like that happen. That's just the reality. When well, I think it's a good moment. Like if my kids make a mistake in sports, I'm like, "Hey, Steph Curry made a timeout. Called a timeout they didn't have." Yep. But it almost cost him that game yes it did it almost did luckily harrison barnes is still not that great of a shooter um uh, there was a bunch of memes of like him saying looks like harrison barnes is in his 2016 finals form um because <laughs> he was a he was a walking brick in that um in that final series but um there's a lot of great stuff happening in the NBA. Like I appreciate the playoffs. Yeah. Um, you giving the Knicks any shot? No. Um, I think if they could keep this team together, they could be a piece away from really making some noise. That's yeah. crazy to think because in the last ten years, we're not talking about the Knicks. But no, Stephen A's pumped about them. Um, of their he fans is. are pumped, and yeah. you know what? I like seeing teams like the Knicks, teams like the Celtics, teams mm-hmm. like the Lakers. You know, some of those teams that traditionally have been powerhouses kind of be in this conversation. But that doesn't mean that I don't want to see the Kings be good or the Grizzlies be good. It's right. Just, some of these players, it's going to be their last hurrah. So it's going to be interesting to see, you know, like LeBron. I think he's only got a couple more shots. Right. I think, hot take, if the Heat beat the Bucks, which it looks like they're going to, I pick them coming out of the East. I think they're assuming I the think, Celtics advance. I think even if the Celtics continue, yeah, like even if the Celtics continue, I think they're gritty enough to make that game not fun for the Celtics. And Jason Tatum and um, Jalen Brown are going to become the babies that they have been. Yeah. And mm. they're going to get roughed up. And they're not going to be able to handle it because no one's guarding Jimmy. Like Marcus Smart's going to try, but when he fouls out eventually, yeah. Um, Marcus Smart was he needs to make smart plays. Last night he made some really bad mm-hmm. plays at yes. the end of that game. Um, you know, Jimmy Jimmy Butler has to stay healthy. He does. I mean, that's that's his thing. He has to stay healthy, and uh, and I really worry about his durability. I would agree. Yeah. I think it's fair. And they've um, lost two players, two important role players, so then Duncan Robinson has to be good, good. If Duncan Robinson can just be a fraction of what he was like three or four seasons ago, they're walking all over everybody, but I they're think. They're also relying on Cody Zeller. Look. I love the, me some Cody Zeller, but come on, dude! I like we're three one. They're thin, but we're up. They're up three one against the Bucks. So is that because the Bucks are just underachieving, or is that the Giannis injury is more serious? I mean, having Giannis out for what two or three games? What they, he missed two for, for? Yeah, he missed two full two games. games yeah. But like, I mean, I still like the Bucks should be better though. The Lopez are, is a I don't, good good. Di- I don't think the Bucks man. are playing to their potential. Hey, watching yeah. that game the other night, they were. They just let the Heat hang around at like ten to twelve points, but when they yeah. wanted to, uh, Giannis and uh, was it Lopez? 
Yeah, yeah. They the give and go. Oh my goodness! The pick and rolls that they had. I, like there's unstop. Like just keep doing it until it doesn't work anymore. Like I yeah. don't understand. I, I think that the Bucks have all the potential. Um, Chris Middleton is not seemingly not the greatest playoff performer. No. Um, and that's unfortunate because he's he's a great player. Yeah. Drew Holiday has not been that great. He's not been the defensive stopper. Now he's guarding Jimmy Butler. Yeah. So like it's a it's different. But at the same time, like, oh, like you want to be considered, you know, the number one seed in a conference. Like I expect all your players, especially your starters, to like bring something to the table. And Chris Middleton and Drew Holiday really aren't doing it for them. Yeah. Well, the Heat need Kyle Lowry to be healthy too. Of course. I mean, he's in the same position as Butler. Yeah. He, he had like six points in Butler's game. I looked at the the box score and I saw Love with fifty six, and I was like, "What?" And then I was like, "Oh yeah, that's that's that was that was Butler's." Kevin points, Love is a key addition. I think, Kevin Love is a key yeah. addition. I think he settles that team down and gives him some experience. Yep. And he's going to have to hit a few key buckets if he can get eight or ten. Yeah. Lowry's going to have to get more than six. Right. No, I would agree with that. But statement. Lowry also had some very clutch turnovers. He's like a his, good defender. His and defense, he, yeah. And, and almost like uh, Patrick Beverly, he gets under your skin. Yeah. Yeah. Man, he plays the the rip through. He he. Oh yeah. He gets all the calls. He's very smart. I hate it. I hate that kind of NBA. He's, he's the Chris Paul. He's, yeah, I mean, he is. he's the next Chris Paul. I think. But um, but yeah, he's he's also gonna be. Be tough to to rely upon if he can't stay healthy. And by saying next Chris Paul, I don't think that he's going to be like great to that level, but like play the way that Chris Paul does, yeah. which I hate. Yeah. So, um, a lot of NBA um, baseball season is here. Um, it's been here for a while. I don't talk about it that much because the Cardinals are tied for last place with your Reds, Corey. Yeah, my Reds. Um, I would say we we're going to do like a side bet to see who would finish ahead of the other, and I'm not even going to make that bet because I know it's going to happen, but. I really want the Reds to. If the Reds beat St. Louis at by the end of the year, I'm going to be really pumped to rub that in your face. I am furious <laughs> that Pittsburgh's in first place. It's outrageous. And it, what? Not that I'm a Pittsburgh hater. Um, but as a Reds fan, I would say at the beginning of the year, I would say the Cubs, the Pittsburgh Pirates, and the Reds are sort of all in that something could happen or they could be terrible. Right. And why can't it be the Reds? Who are the Pittsburgh Pirates? And so, because I think we all have similar team dynamic. I don't know if anybody has any superstars on those teams. Right. So, what is it about Pittsburgh Pirates right now that make them the best in the in in baseball, except for Tampa Bay? But we have, it is the MLB, and you have so many games left that they'll right. find a way to slide right back down. You know, it's, okay. It, I, I, no, we were. I was ta- kind of talking about that earlier. Is mm-hmm. it is it because it's a small sampling size? I don't think they could continue on. Right. The Reds will be good. Bet, good. They'll be better by the end of the year, and they'll be around 500, and I think Pittsburgh will end up the same. It's weird to look at, I mean, because we're looking at the standings right now with all these stats, and it looks like Chicago is the best team in the conference by a lot. Um, with 127 runs scored and mm-hmm. 82 runs against, that means their pitching is better than everybody else's, and they're hitting better than everybody else. Well, they probably have the um, highest uh, star factor, I would say. Right, for yeah. sure. I, and and I think that I mean I know that they're they're two back. They're thirteen and nine. Um, but it's kind of crazy to have a forty five run differential and be third in your division. That's kind of nuts. Yeah, we're seven games back back here. Me and you. Yeah, we are. <laughs> um, hey, we we've, we've scored 
Hey, we scored six more runs than you guys though at 108. <laughs> I think that I think if you if you take win loss out, I think run differential is important. I th- it is important to see who people have played. Yeah, the Reds have played Tampa Bay, and I think they won one of those. I mean, so you know, it would be interesting if we actually looked at who Pittsburgh played. You know, get get closer to the All Star break, and if it's still a trend, then we maybe we'll do that research. Yeah. But right now, I do think it's just a little recency bias. Yeah, it looks like Pittsburgh has a winning record. They're seven and four in the Central. That's the- nuts. Yeah. So good for them. Whatever. I hate. I hate Pittsburgh. Um, not as much as I hate the Cubs, but um, I'm not worried about the Cubs. I mean, I'm not. I mean, I'm not worried about the Pirates because this is consistent for them. Have a phenomenal beginning of the season, and then you get like four months in, and then trash. There's no one. No one from the Central is going to make a splash for the World Series. Am I right? Uh, if it is anybody, it's Milwaukee or St. Louis. Yeah. Wonder if it's like a cold factor. I feel like every year at the beginning of the season, you kind of hear it like Pittsburgh. You know, it's yep. You know they're used to playing this cold weather, and then once everything warms up, everything's back in action. Kind it could of thing. be. That's, that's interesting. Actually, that's an interesting Look at take. James being the weatherman. Like well, you know, that. I mean, it's, you hear about that oftentimes that they're talking. You know, come summertime, I mean, the balls start flying, pitching is a little faster. You know, yeah. let's scroll down. Let's see what, who else is in baseball. I mean, the Dodgers are where the Dodgers are expected to be. Yeah, but I mean, they're thirteen eleven. It's yeah. not like I mean that whole. I mean, the West is trash. The backs right there behind them. Um, I mean, like. And then you know Atlanta sixteen and eight killing it. I mean the reality is the the big the big here is Tampa Bay with twenty and four. 20 I mean that's four, crazy, dude. dude. A but I mean they're only I mean the, golly dude they scored one hundred fifty seven runs, and Boston down here thirteen and twelve with one hundred and forty four runs scored. Yeah, that's crazy. Well, Tampa look fourteen and one at home. Yeah. Oh no. I mean, like they Tampa can't lose at home. Look at Baltimore in second. That's all that Norfolk Tides talent that. going up there. Can we talk about? How, <laughs> I don't know. Can we talk about how terrible Boston's pitching has been? They've given up 132 runs. Jeez. That's you scored 144 runs and you only have a run differential. I'll tell of 12. you it's what's ridiculous. interesting. What'll be interesting when we get closer to the All Star break is Boston make a move on a pitcher. Yeah. They keep scoring runs and they make a run at the end of the year because yeah. they can because they can afford it because they got the clout. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh man! Absolutely. I mean, and then that's central the central right on both sides of the are terrible. I forget there that they're even in, in the league. Right. So sorry, I'm, Nolan Ferdig, but Minnesota, I don't think this is legit. I mean, they're the only one with a positive run differential for their for their uh, their division. Hey, I'll, I'm rooting. I'll root for Minnesota if they get to the the World Series. They're my team. Right. How Just about the, Nolan the Rangers being fourteen and nine? Yeah. Uh, Houston. Houston hasn't had um, Jose Altuve yet, and I think they also just lost a Brave. So like, they've lost what? Yeah. How many in a row? Is that their? Uh, they won one. They in just a row. won. I think before that, or their last ten, they were seven and three. But I think they had lost like three in a row there. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I can always talk about baseball. I can talk about baseball forever. Yeah. But it is that. early. But it is early. Um, but it, I am impressed with some of the rule change. We talked about that. Yeah. Um, I think it's going to be interesting to see how some of these players do. Um, you know, pitching is going to be important, so it'll be interesting to see maybe a month or two from now where, where all this is at. Yeah. Um, and now moving to the NFL, I mean, we had a huge trade happen um, that everyone knew was going to happen. Did you see the the? It was like I don't know if it was Sports Center or whatever. It, NFL Live. NFL Live, think. and like everybody was like, "Oh my gosh!" Like, yeah. first off, so we knew Schefter, it was going to happen like three months ago. Yeah, like, after announced it live, I guess. And yeah. Was, um, and of course, that's his thing. Yeah, um, which is exciting. Which I what I really like about that is the petty part of me is Aaron Rodgers. Um, Schefter tried to like message Aaron Rodgers, say, "Hey, what's going on with the trade?" to kind of get some information. Right. And Aaron Rodgers is like, 
lose my number. Yeah, absolutely. And so <laughs> Schefter got to be the one to sort of drop it, which is also funny. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because you know Aaron Rodgers isn't a fan, right? But um, I, I'd love to talk about that trade. Some um, is it worth it? You know, um, do you think the Jets or the Green Bay Packers got the better end? You're losing Aaron Rodgers, but is he still as good as he once was? And can the Jets win? their division or even get to the playoffs. That's going to be interesting because people are talking about Super Bowl or bust, and I'm, I think they need to hold up. That's a tough yeah, division. you got to make the playoffs first. That's yeah. a tough division. Um, so I'll just go ahead and read the yes. the trade when it ended up happening. So the Packers sent uh, Aaron Rodgers and their 15th overall pick and a fifth-round selection, which ends up being the number 170th pick, to the Jets for their 13th overall pick a second-round pick, which is 42, a sixth-round pick, which is 207, and a conditional 2024 second-round pick that will that will come to fruition if Rodgers plays at least 65% of their offensive plays in 2020. No, I think that turns into a first-round pick if he plays 65%. Uh, it's oh, that will become yeah, a first-rounder. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's a yeah, second-rounder yeah, yeah. yeah, if he right. plays 65% of snaps, which is going to happen. Absolutely. Unless he gets hurt. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think they're going to be winning enough games to sit him. You know, it's always interesting to do teams try to sort of sandbag that. I think the Colts may have done that with um, right. Whoa, uh, Ryan. Um, I got, I'm thinking of drafts. Matt so Ryan. Say, yeah, I don't want to say Ryan Leaf. Matt yeah, Ryan. No. <laughs> Feels the same. It does feel the same. <laughs> I mean, Matt Ryan was definitely much better than Ryan Leaf, but for, for sure. the Colts, it felt the same. I think um, already the Packers were like, "Well, we don't need him. We got Jordan Love. We're fine." Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, it's time. No, you're not. You think the Packers pick up a quarterback? No. <laughs> Jordan Love. <laughs> Sorry, have, buddy. Have I mean, Jordan. come on. Do you think Jordan Love's going to play for them? 100%. He will. He will, but long term. He won't be their answer, no. There's you no know way. what? I'm going to – I'm gonna. everyone – no one is a Jordan Love fan, yeah. and I'm not really either, but I think he's going to make a big – I think he's going to be ridiculous this season. I mean, give the guys a chance and see what happens and move on. I think that there is an opportunity for Jordan Love to ball out and I think he will. I hope you draft him in your fantasy. No, I Do wouldn't. 100% no. Back it up. Absolutely not. No, 100% no. He's going to ball out, but not fantasy. You know who's going to draft him? Not, not DR even DR. DR Komar. Not even DR. DR would be like, I can't. No. I can't. I can't. I still take Rodgers. It'll be interesting to see what they do with that first-round pick. Yeah. Um, what I don't know what their needs are. Um, Everything. Everything. Yeah. Um, no, you, I, they need... They need a, They need offensive line. Is what yeah. they need. Um, they got a lot of guys that they may lose too. Yeah, I mean, it's. I mean, the reality is they have a couple good receivers. So keep yeah. your quarterback safe and let him throw. Um, they need to be over on the ball. Who was the who was who was the guy that came the rookie that came on at the end of last season? Just like scored five million touchdowns the last like six games. Like Christian. Um, I guess what? Yes. Uh, I can't remember. Uh, he Christian, dropped the first pass of the He the did. Year it would have been a touchdown. Yeah. And then Aaron Rodgers said, guess what? I'm not throwing you anymore. And then like week six, Aaron Rodgers like, all right, fine. I'll throw you the ball again. And then he scored like, he legit, the last six uh, games yeah, of the I season, he, that, he yeah. scored like seven or eight touchdowns. is nuts. Um, <laughs> but, you know, I, I, I mean, Jordan Love is not Aaron Rodgers, nor will he ever be, I don't think. But I would love to be wrong about that. Yeah. That would be a... I don't know. It, Christian Watson. There it is. Christian Watson. There it is. You uh, talk long enough, and I'll be able to Google search. Yeah, AJ. Christian Watson. Thank you, Google. He's yeah. Thank you, Google. If you want to sponsor, you want to sponsor, us? You want to sponsor the podcast, <laughs> bring it on. Um, that would be phenomenal. Um, they may not agree with that earring. I don't know. Right. Yeah. That's all right. They'll be all right. Um, all right. So yeah, draft. We talking yeah. NFL draft? Yeah, NFL draft. Um, I, I'm a Colts 
fan. I don't know if you heard that yet. No way. Um, Are they in Indiana? Yes. <laughs> so it'll be interesting from your team, your your NFL team. Who do you hope they draft? Like, because we could talk about what players would be best, but um, you know, these college players coming in, it's going to be rare to really hit on those picks. And I think that leads into our top five here in a minute. Yeah. Um, I would love to see the Colts get um, Bryce Young or C.J. Stroud if they're going to get a quarterback. If yeah. they're not going to get one of those quarterbacks. Will Anderson, somebody else, like get a player that you know can play, but don't take a chance on Will Levis or Richardson yet because I think there's some late first round or early second round quarterbacks that are going to be just as good as those guys. Henry yeah. Hooker and some of these other guys probably could be just as good. Let's see the Gardner Minshew experience work. I think he's yeah. got some football in him, yeah. and I would love to see what happens. So surround him with some players that can play, protect him so yeah. he doesn't get hurt. Are mm-hmm. these quarterbacks coming out better than Gardner? You know, it's like, no, yeah, no, and so they're not going to out play. And, see what, you know. and is Gardner Minshew going to teach them anything? He reminds me of Ryan Fitzpatrick. Yeah. Like, it's the same sort of, like, yeah. phenom- like super above par um, backup quarterback. Yeah, and if I can get some of those Fitz magic ears, be sick. bring it. Yeah, well, even – so I was watching uh, Brandon Marshall – when he was playing for the Jets, said that we were he said he was like we were balling out with Ryan Fitzpatrick. Like we were we were killing it. And then they weren't gonna pay him. And Brandon Marshall said, Um, that's cool. I'm gonna sit. I'm not gonna play until you because he was talking about what was he happening. He sat for he sat for Ryan Fitzpatrick. That's awesome. Sit for Fitz? He sit for Fitz. <laughs> so like he he said, I won't play until you pay this guy. And he said that's what Baltimore receivers should be doing for Lamar Jackson. Yeah. Wow. Um, oh, if the Colts could get Lamar Jackson, I don't know why. Would be, would why would they thrilled. not? Like, why would they not? Like, just go ahead. You know, I think they're what do the waiting. Colts have to lose. I think they're waiting for the draft to get close. I mean, and it's close. I mean, the, when the yeah. Packers deal got done, I'm like, all right, mm-hmm. something's got to happen with Lamar, right? I, I don't know. I, I think it's going to be interesting. I don't think the Colts can move up to get who they want. Yeah, and I don't know if they've got enough firepower to get Lamar. Yeah. So it's kind of it's kind of stinks. I don't think there's collusion, but I do think there's a lot of teams that don't want to pay Lamar. Yeah, but um, he needs to get paid. He, he needs, needs a, he paid. needs an agent, by the way. Why? Yeah, just because Lamar, if you need an agent, I'll be that guy. <laughs> for real, I'll, I'll let you make all the calls, but I'll be that guy for take real. Four percent. That's probably a lot less than most agents, right? I probably sure. a lot less. It just depends on if you have a cross area or not. Yeah, because I'm taking ten. <laughs> <laughs> That's biblical. <laughs> um, yeah. So. Uh, James, you're a are you a Bucks fan now? Bucks, because yeah, Bucks, Bucks. because no Washington Commanders. No, dude, you, I can't do it, man. You can't. It's fair. You know, I, I always have some of that burgundy in me, but uh, uh, yeah, Bucks definitely. I mean, so, I mean, are are the Bucks taking a quarterback? Like, no, they're riding out the um, May, the Mayfield situation. Oh, they that's got, right. They got Mayfield. Ooh, I forgot about that. I'm rooting for Baker. By the yeah, way, yeah, he got a. Year, I think it was a year or two years. A small deal. I yeah. think this is this is the deal that's going to make him a bust or not. So what is it? He's running got to do something. No, I think they're looking for either a uh, tight end or like a safety somewhere in the uh, defense. Yeah, I uh, I feel bad because I feel like the Bucks have kind of hedged their bets on whether they're going to try to win or try to tank. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's you're right. You're flirting with right that, in the but, middle. Yeah. And then, of course, you know, a lot of those players that they had with Brady, they were only going to work for a few years. Well, yeah. So then you knew they were going to blow that up. Yeah. They got a chip out of it. So a championship's worth it, in my opinion. Right. But um, you would like to think they weren't going to just totally tank. But no, I think it'll be a few years. Until they, they tanking for that kid from USC? I sure hope not, because I cannot stand him. He's got some character flaws. Who's he that, Caleb? Caleb? Yeah. Williams? The guy that... 
Yes, the guy is, acts like he's... He's got an man. edge, he's got a chip on his shoulder. I guess you need that, but he needs to tone that down. No, I, I agree. Yeah. Yeah, not, good luck with a quarterback out of uh, USC. Right. Um, as a Kansas City fan, I'm going to take a really boring pick because yes. it's not like we need quarterbacks, not like we need receivers, <laughs> but we do could use like a better offensive tackle. Um, the guy from Georgia. Um, <laughs> it's not going to happen because yeah. he's, you know, Broderick Jones... Um, Maybe because he's a redshirt sophomore. Their pick's late in the first round. Um, yeah, they got literally the last one. So, like, if we were going with the pick, it'd be like the apparently Josh Downs from North Carolina, which we don't need a wide receiver. So, like, hey, that Lucas Van Ness on 32 from Iowa. Yeah. They, um, he didn't even start the majority of the snaps. Yeah. And they're projecting him first round or around the first round. Right. He's a beast. So, evidently, he's got a lot left in the tank. Um, of course, so it'll be interesting to see. It's interesting how these how they quantify draft. You know what yeah. these kids are worth. Um, there's a lot of situations. I think they're trying to tank C.J. Stroud. By the way, they they released some testing, like some cognitive testing. Oh, fun! Where Bryce Young scored like 96 percentage, yeah, percentile, and C.J. Stroud was like 18. And that that's that kind of information typically hey, doesn't get out. Where did C.J. Stroud go to college? The worst quarterback university ever. Oh, the Ohio State University. The Ohio State University. They are trash. Um, Rest in peace, Dwayne Haskins. There it is. Um, he got hit by a dump truck. That's how that works. Um, That's unfortunate. It is unfortunate. And there's like conspiracy theories with it or whatever. But like, mm, I don't think it's I, I wanted to root for him, by the way, because I thought I thought with the the let's say Redskins. I almost did it again. Just say it. It's it was Redskins are. then. Yeah. Okay. With the Redskins, he had an opportunity to. To get a shot, you know he, the Browns, the Redskins. You should look at some of these teams these players go to. It's just, dude, I you, feel bad for any players that you expect something from. They're going to these teams that they're not going to get any any real chance. They're going to get a chance to play, but they're not going to get coached. They're not going to have a real fair chance. And I think he didn't get a fair chance. He no, dude, no. He was just a fat RG three. That's all it was. Ooh. Fat RG three. I I appreciate the take though. I yeah. mean, it's it's kind of it's true though. Like yeah. it's yeah. all it is. They got big arms. They can't read a playbook, and they just. Try to sling the ball. That's all it is. Uh, that's Lamar Jackson. My and opinion as well. too. Yeah. I think that's why Lamar Jackson's not getting paid. Okay. Um, you don't just, think he can read a playbook? I think um, that's kind of what we've seen. He doesn't need a playbook <laughs> when he just runs around. Like, it's a Cam Newton, man. Yeah. It's yeah. Cam well, Newton. I mean, He's like, what what playbook, what's the playbook for? What yeah. playbook do you need after you, you, you opt out of your first and second read? Then it's runner. Or make a huge play. Yeah, it's it's run, run, or run. Yeah, so like, Baltimore can do that, and they created the playbook for that. Right. There aren't a lot of teams who, who are willing to turn everything over and, and say, are the We're first and second reads even worth anything? You know, like they're just there to there, or like right. Well, and Lamar Jackson's like, I'm not going to dump this ball off to a running back. I'm going to run it myself. And so that's why I think Baltimore doesn't get good running backs. Is it his fault for being the best athlete on the field? Is he though? Is he but like being the I best think offensive? He's better than most running backs. But potentially trying to he probably can't else? catch the ball. But but you're going to lose <laughs> that athleticism in the NFL really fast right. if you choose to do. He that. hasn't yet, and that's that's the, I think that's the issue. Well, wait, he he hasn't yet. How many games did he miss last season? Yeah, I know, no, and that's the issue. He's coming off a knee injury. Right? Is he going to play? It and I think some of his draft. non-traditional approach to having an agent mm-hmm. and using Twitter and social media. Um, he's 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 not conforming to the pattern that most teams want, and that's why these cognitive tests and other things matter to some teams because they're like, oh well, if I'm looking at hand size or I'm looking at this yeah. this forty yard dash or I'm looking at this test, and these are the indicators. He doesn't fall into any of those indicators, and he's won an MVP. He hasn't won a championship yet, right? But they didn't really surround him by anybody. And the Colts, 
really don't have a lot of talent on the offense. They, they'd be a good running team. Was that a Romans 12 reference, by the way? Not conformed to the pattern of this world? Sure. But he needs to be transformed yes, by the renewing, renewing of his mind <laughs> like Bryce Young. It would, be, it would have been, in my opinion, a smart move for him to have a, a mouthpiece, a spokesperson, to be his agent in yep. this process. I agree. And that way, that would be a transformation for him to be a next step. You're going to pay the guy more than anybody ever. He also has to be able to be in front of the mic. He has to be able to handle his business. Mm-hmm. And those things are a bit on edge for some teams. So he's a heavy me guy. Maybe. But I don't feel like that. I feel like he's a team player. And the reason why I feel like that is because Baltimore players support him. I don't care what coaches necessarily think. Harbaugh hasn't had a bad thing to say. The the top uh, seed, I guess the the owners of these teams, they're never going to conform to what players – they're they're never going to really support their players over the money, but right. when when the when the other players support him, it makes me feel like he is a team player. Yeah. But um, but I think he has a hard time. He doesn't look like it. He doesn't talk like it. Doesn't sound like it because it's so non traditional. Well, is it because that they know that he's their best chance of getting somewhere? I guess. You know, I mean, I think some of them are okay with him sitting out, which I think yeah. would be a mistake. But I, if he sat out a year, he's coming back to play somewhere. 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 Yeah. Not but. Good thing his name isn't Colin Kaepernick. Do you think the Jets make the playoffs? Let's let's switch gears. Uh, no, no, I don't. Who? So who's making it out of that? Who's winning that division? The Bills. The the Bills or the Giants? Not Giants. Not Giants. Not, not Giants. The Bills or uh, the Dolphins? Maybe. Yeah. If Tua, if Tua you know, doesn't get six healthy. concussions again, like <laughs> if he's like if he's he shouldn't play football again, but like whatever. Um, yeah. I mean it. it that's an, that's a yeah. whole other topic for Two is, day, Yeah, he's like, like a running nose away from he, retirement. Yeah, really though. Like he he really needs to not play football again. I want him to have the option. Sure. I don't want him to make the right choice. It seems like he's doing everything he can. Um, I think if he has a major injury, it's going to be very difficult for him to even make the decision anymore. Sure. Someone else is going to make that call for him. Um, without Tua, Miami's done. With Tua, they've got always got a shot. The Bills, you got to give the Bills the the first. Absolutely. Opportunity yeah. at it. They've been there. I'm not ruling out the Patriots, but I don't believe in the Patriots. No. I think the Jets, they could be in the two spot in there, and that could get them to the playoffs. I mean, with the three spot, didn't didn't um, Dallas, the Eagles, and the Giants make the playoffs all the same? They did. So mm-hmm. three could make it. It's possible, yeah. Yeah. If everyone if the, is Je- just If the Jets trash. didn't make the playoffs this year, I don't know what in the world's going to happen. Because they've put a lot into this team. Washington Commanders are going to do it this year. feel good about it. They could. Anybody I, could. I, I don't. I don't feel good about it Ooh, at all. Magic Johnson's going to be a quarterback? Uh, <laughs> well, um, speaking of not feeling good about it, our draft this week is um, the worst draft picks of all time. So, you know, busts or whatever you want to call it, teams that have made just terrible picks in their draft. Now, this could be NFL, NBA, I guess you could talk about Major League Baseball, but that's a weird draft. We're process. not doing military so, draft. I, no, no military draft. <laughs> I had Muhammad Ali on that. Yeah, like I'm sure he, you did. He turned uh, out going to the. That's, that's also who is that? That's um, <laughs> that's is that Joe DiMaggio? Is that Lou Gehrig? I mean, yeah. like a lot of those guys, huh? Those guys somehow got drafted. It put some respect on Patrick Tillman's name. He Yo, did it. He did do it, and it was and impressive. He's, a, he's a voluntarily legend, legend he, because of it. Hundred yeah. percent. Yeah. Um, hey, I don't want to diminish um, serving in the military. I know you. you no. Yeah. I mean, I was. Yeah. I'm. I am. Um, I was in. That's the military. a tough call. You know, draft is always a scary thing. I remember when I was a kid. You know, my dad was in Vietnam. Um, so this idea of having to go to the military, there was part of me that wanted to be in the military. I liked the structure of it, I guess. But um, for those who do um, 
serve and, you know, especially those who um, see that kind of um, that wartime scenario, man. Um, yeah. I got a lot of respect for that. And I understand how hard it is to, to volunteer for that. So it's no joke. But right. so we're going to stay sports. That we're saying. We'll, we'll stick with sports. Right. We'll stick with sports. I, um, you know, I mean, James, you get the first pick this this time. Um, and. I, this was tougher than I thought this it was going to be. Than I thought this was harder than we thought it was going to be. Um, I thought it was timely. I'm like, hey, the draft's tomorrow. Let's talk yeah. about draft bus. Uh, luckily, yeah. I know <laughs> all of the people on my list. Yeah. And it's surprising. There's a whole lot of terrible, terrible picks. So um, yeah. I'm interested to see what you guys got. Go ahead, James. So I could make this easy and just go with all Ohio State quarterbacks. <laughs> uh-huh. You could. I'm going to stick with the NFL on this one, though. All right. Um, number one's going to Jamarcus Russell. Yeah. The biggest bust ever, dude. Really, coming out of LSU, just I mean, I think I may have something. How to say many about pounds that, overweight we'll was he coming into camp, like training camp? Like terrible. And he immediately like went on hold, like on a contract hold, and yeah, it was bad. Um, he had arm talent though. Arm yeah, he talent. could throw the ball clean over the mountain, but it, yeah, it, yeah, he it wasn't above the ear in the ears, you know, or whatever the saying is. Yeah, no, he was. I mean, I I really remember just. That just being such a huge disappointment. Yeah. Um, what was he the number one overall? Yeah, number one overall at LSU. To uh, that's crazy. Yeah, that's so unfortunate. To Oakland, like um, you know. So my second pick or my first pick is they could have had Calvin Johnson, oh. Adrian Peterson, Joe Thomas, and Darrell Revis. Oh god, that's disgusting. One of them. They couldn't have had them all. Right, but I mean, like, <laughs> but yeah, could have got AP, AP man. When a team needs a quarterback, they're going to get a quarterback. That's the thing about the draft. Right, the team need trumps sometimes talent. I wish teams would just pick the best talent. That's what I kind of said with the Colts. Pick pick who the best player is, and don't try to change your team in this draft. Right. But in that case, man, it's tough to look back. Well, it's always funny to go look back at the, what you could have had, and it's uh, it's always, always better. Almost you can't all live like the, that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm glad the Raiders haven't because they've won so many championships since then. Yeah. Never oh, mind. <laughs> they, maybe they should live in the past. Hey, I don't know. They had John Gruden there for a little while. Hey, they're in Vegas before now, he maybe. Was, before he was racist. The, the A's are going to be there before you know it. Yeah, they They're will. already buying land. That's crazy. Um, all right, my first pick uh, is... Um, not the first overall because that went to Hakeem Olajuwon in 1984, I believe. Turned out to be a pretty good one. A pretty solid, yeah. Pretty solid pick. Um, but this guy, Sam Bowie, went second. And man, that's a good one. Not a phenomenal pick. Um, he didn't have like a, a horrible career. But when the next pick was Michael Jordan, um, yeah. which isn't really, which is unfair because Sam Bowie was your average NBA player. Yeah, seven one mediocre season at Kentucky when he got drafted, like whatever. But like when you could have had Michael Jordan, you could have had Michael Jordan. There's not much to there's not much to say. I don't know about that skinny kid out of UNC. Right. <laughs> yeah. And so it's like it it's it's just an unfortunate pick. And he's sandwiched in between yes. Hakeem and Michael Jordan. Literally two right? all time so, greats. Yeah. I mean that's so unfortunate. Um and because Michael Jordan's Michael Jordan that's going to be that that pick is always going to be one or two on people's list forever. Yeah, absolutely. And you're just kind of that guy now. You are that guy. Yeah. He will always be that guy, unfortunately. Um, but it's a horrible pick. So, uh, Corey, you're first and second. Mercy. I tell you what. Um, I'm going Ryan Leaf. Yeah. Mm. Um, uh, the San Diego Chargers picked him up number one overall in 1998. Mm. Um, who they could have had? They could have had Charles Woodson, mm-hmm. um, which would have been a big pick. Yeah, um, you know there are there are a ton of players. Look at 
I guess you could have had Matt Hasselback. Good old <laughs> Matt. you're not picking up. But, he I mean, like there's so many right? players that turned out better than him, right? Yeah. Um, and he just, he really just struggled. He struggled with the whole NFL life. He struggled with just the adjustments. It was tough. And he was such a, a touted pick. Um, did he win the Heisman over Peyton Manning? Um, Ryan Leaf? Oh. He he may have. I don't remember. It's been a long. Like I don't. Yeah, I don't remember that one. I'm gonna research that while you're doing your other. Picks. No, that's fine. <laughs> um, I, I remember. Um, I remember him being just a popular pick for being a bust. And then my second pick is out of the NBA, and I'm picking Greg Oden. Good old <laughs> Greg. <laughs> yeah. So he was picked number one overall in 2007. Man. Um, he made a comeback. Tried to make a comeback. He's so big, yep. so talented. You just expected him to be better. He also always looks so confused. Right. So big guys struggle. Well, you get a you get a lower body injury. It's tough. Mm -hmm. So um, where did he come out of? Um, he was Ohio State. Ohio right? State. Yeah. Another. Oh, look at that. Yeah. Look at your theme, theme Ohio State. State. <laughs> right. Um. So he yeah he just never. He's an infamous bust. Yeah, absolutely. So. Um, my second pick is sort of similar to my first one, uh, but not as terrible because the third pick was Carmelo Anthony. Sure. Um, who, Carmelo Anthony, I just want to point out, is one of my least favorite NBA players. So, he's your pick all. right here? No, no, no. Carmelo Anthony is not my pick. I was like, that's not a bust, But he man. was the third pick in this draft in 2003. Okay. The first pick was LeBron James. Mm -hmm. The second pick... Was Darko Milicic? Yeah, um, just didn't didn't do what a second pick overall should be doing, especially when you got Melo following you up. Now, don't get me wrong; I cannot stand Melo. Never liked the way that he played, but the dude could, was a, a walking bucket. Yeah, he scored, but he he was a team player. Blah blah blah. But just not a fan. However, significantly better than Darko Milicic. Like I, I don't even think Milicic should have been in the top ten of that draft class. Uh, 2003 had some pretty solid. Wasn't that uh, right around the time when they they got real heavy in the overseas overseas yeah. guys? Yes, you yeah. Know. You're picking a lot of side unseen situations, hoping yeah. to hit big. Yeah, yeah, and so it was a. Yeah, I mean, yet again, sort of an like he had a little less than stellar, less than average NBA career, um, for sure. But yet again, it's that third pick, that Carmelo right behind him, that makes it look significantly right. worse. So, yeah. um, Milicic, sorry, man. Sucks to suck. Hey, Ryan Lee finished third in the Heisman. Okay. To Charles Woodson and Peyton Manning. There it is. Yeah. Yeah. He should have came back for no his last year of college, evidently, is what he said. Apparently. Yeah. Um, all right, James, you get two and three. Uh, my next pick is going to RG3. Whoa. Coming off a of Heisman there at Baylor. Uh, 2012. Got the uh, second pick. Um, I don't, you know, this is just my pick based off of being an old Redskins fan. But sure. I don't think. Uh, he never lived up to the hype. Coming off the Heisman, I mean, I think we talked about it a minute ago. It was just a he was just a gunslinger. He had an arm. There was no playbook. He couldn't his accuracy wasn't there. It was just he's just No, a I boss. mean he had a lot of really great highlights at Baylor. Well, and let me say let me give him this credit. He did win offensive rookie of the year. So there's yeah. there's that. But. He looked good early and um I think RG three is one reason why Lamar having such a hard time too. You get yeah. one injury to a guy like that. Yeah, and I, I, I do like to see RG three in the commentating role. He's yeah, in. I do like great because I like to see that he is isn't just washed up somewhere, you know, struggling with life. He is still because he's he's very valuable to that side of the game, and I like his takes. You don't have to worry about his glass knees shattering right. on the field. You know, 
This is true. Man. Glass Knees. Glass Knees. It's a band name. Um, James, your third pick. What what genre of band? Is that a rock band? Ska. Ska? Okay. Is what? Glass Knees. Glass Knees knees Uh, is easily a ska band. No, no, no. But (laughs) Is it one word or two? It's it's one word, but the K is capitalized in knee. Glass Knees. Oh, okay. okay. I like that. Maybe there's an underscore. I don't know. Okay. Got a little uh, (laughs) offbeat there, but... uh, I got a theme here, and it's all quarterbacks. Hey, sure. So my all next right. one is going to uh, the overweight RG three and Dwayne Haskins. Oh <laughs> gosh! <laughs> Let's say rest in peace, Dwayne. Man. I, you know, I'm this not. Is fair. That's a sad situation, but uh, Trashy just situation. another Ohio State bust. Uh, he came yeah. in. He he just was not a good quarterback. That's all I got to say about him. Fair. Um, I mean, kind he, of. He could. I mean, same thing. He couldn't read a playbook. He's. Yeah, just a big arm. That's all he, he was. And he wanted to run, but then like really couldn't run. And then couldn't run away from a dump truck. And yeah, then what is it with not. Ohio State really <laughs> figuring out how to make players like win? He was it, was that the Urban Meyer era yeah. still? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I don't know. I mean, there's it's it to me it's like Nick Saban, like his quarterbacks tend to not do super great in the NFL. Hold on, right now one of his quarterbacks. Was the highest paid player in the history of the NFL? Sure, but that's also Oklahoma's game. Right, right. But um, I mean, I think I think there's probably a little more Nick Saban um, in there than Oklahoma. Right, as but far then you got to name him, and then but then you got to name like another one. That's like saying that Gus Malzahn was yeah. like a quarterback guru because of well, Cam Newton. To us, like we just said, if two is healthy, they're they're vying for winning their division. Mac Jones didn't turn out to be hasn't yet no. what he was his first year. He just got paid though, right? Yeah. So, so. Or was you that look Daniel at the Jones? XFL. Isn't um. It, isn't there a there's an Alabama guy playing for one of these? Probably, yeah. I don't know. It's not. I don't, I don't know who that is. All right. Um, I'm I, trying. Speaking of that, though, I um, as an Auburn fan, um, this is an interesting pick for me. Uh, Bo Jackson, 1986. Ooh, Bo um, knows. to the Bucks. Mm. Um, and you might be like, no, Roman, that's an incredible pick. Bo Jackson was phenomenal. He was, um, but he didn't play a single down of football for the Bucks, taking number one overall. Um, because they gave him the ultimatum. They said, hey, Bo, uh, you can... Hey, Bo. <laughs> hey, Bo, you can play football or you can play baseball. And he said, I'm, you're not going to tell me what to do. And so he held out. They eventually released him, and he went to the Raiders Yeah, and was a human highlight. <laughs> and and the Bucks were like, oh, no, what have we done? And so uh, it's interesting to say, you know, such a great player... You know, in Bo Jackson to be a he wasn't a bust. It was just a terrible pick to take him number one overall and then not have him play it down on football, yeah. and not get in, literally get nothing for it. They yeah. got nothing for him. That that hip injury for him. I mean, he kind of just played that off like oh, it's just a regular injury, and that changed his career. Right. I mean, that was such a tragic thing because I think he was possibly the best athlete to ever play sports. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Um, so I've got the bonos. I've got the football pads, the best, the baseball bat yeah. card. I've got that card still in that's a hard case cool. somewhere. I traded a Mark McGuire rookie card for that. Oh, I don't know if I'd have done no, that. No, no, no. And I, I kind of regretted it for a while, and now uh, maybe not. That's fair. I yeah. mean, as a Cardinals fan and an Auburn fan, right. I want both of those. Yeah. So it, um, was, um, it was an ace card, though, so it wasn't. Oh, yeah, no, yeah. never mind then. Um, yeah, all right. So, Corey, this is, yeah. what, three and four for you? Yeah, so the, the Dwayne Haskins 
conversation led me to Robert Tractor Trailer. There it is. <laughs> from Michigan. I mean, it's a terrible take. I'm so sorry. <laughs> that's rough. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, that's a uh, trashy pick. The Dallas Mavericks picked him in 1998, six overall. Ooh. And they could have had, now they got Dirk, but they could have had Paul Pierce. Yeah. Could you imagine Dirk and Paul Pierce playing together? For the same team at the same draft is nuts. Yeah. You know? So, I mean, Dirk was, and that was probably before these overseas guys really understood what you were getting. So, I mean, the Dirk pick, I guess you could say it's not necessarily their fault if you haven't seen, because the traditional picks at that point were players that you'd seen playing college. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, he was a, he was a bust. And then um, my next pick, I'm going baseball, man. Wow. Um, and, All right. I'm, and I'm choosing an MVP, a former MVP, mm. Josh Hamilton. Oh. Um, so um, he was um, drafted number one overall in 1999, Tampa Bay Devil Rays. Yeah. Um, in 2010, AL MVP. Yes, he and was. He was an all-star. The kid could play. Mm-hmm. Right? So yes, I'm like, could. how is he a bust? When the Reds had him, he couldn't stay clean. Yeah, you know, I wanted him to, and some of the drug use, and I don't want to bring up the guy's past because I rooted for Josh. I wanted to see him be, you know, figured out and still right. be a great player. And there were some years, even recently, where I thought, man, he's he's got it figured out. Um, he could hit the ball. Yeah, he could. He was yeah. such a great player. I mean, that home run derby was but, nuts. Um, but that's frustrating for me also when I see players who have it all and then throw it away for something that's not important. And that's why you have to have the right people around you. Um, it, it is um, it is a cruel world. There are a lot of temptations out there. So um, Josh Hamilton for me because you know did the, did the, the powder, he gave me hope for the Reds. And when you give me hope and you don't, I mean, it's, did the powdered donuts remind you of Josh? Hamilton? No, that's terrible. Is that what it was? That's, how dare you? What? How did you say? Like, how dare you? It was cocaine. Though, the powder right? wasn't was the drug. The was. powder wouldn't have been on the donuts. So. Fair. <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> hey, if there's a podcast out there <laughs> with two more wholesome guys, unbelievable. Uh, there's As a he preacher makes a here, Dwayne Haskins. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, it's just okay. Uh, Sorry, I have one more pick. Let yes, me go back. Yes, you all right. Do. No, that was my that was my three and four. Oh, that was three and yeah, four. Okay, yeah. Yeah. so uh, my next pick is 2009 second round pick, one of the best defensive college players of all time, Hashim Thabit. Um, yeah, he was a powerhouse. It's a little smushier. And then he came to the NBA and was. The opposite of a powerhouse. He got knocked around. Was just not what they thought he was yeah. going to be. Um, that's also the Steph Curry draft. I think he's mentioned um, in like a Coca Cola commercial. He is with right. uh, Dave. Um, yeah, um, the which rapper. I, I can't say his rapper name. Yeah, sure. It's slightly offensive, but like, yes, they they talk about him being, him being a, a shot blocker, a shot blocker, and he was in college. And, and Brianna Stewart is mentioned, and I think Magic comes in, and yes, yeah, he's like. So. Thank you. And he tells him to yeah, shush. But um, she, yeah, he was like seven foot, but like a buck fifty-five. Yeah, I mean, and he, so he just got he got moved around, and then you also could have had Steph Curry. Um, so, but did you see Steph Curry coming out of college? He, he was also like he, right. I mean, like I don't I don't blame like people for passing up on Steph Curry by like you look at him and he also had instead yeah. of glass knees, he had glass ankles. Yeah. Um, and somehow, like he somehow figured that out. But yeah, it's another one of those like. The beat wasn't that great. Did not should not have been a second pick overall. But then also, 
the seventh pick was Steph. I think the seventh pick was Steph Curry. So you're like, Ugh. could we start a uh, yeah. conspiracy on Steph? He had ster- steroids. His ankles. That's how he got him better. That's that's a possibility. I mean, the reality is like he was skinny and now he's not. I mean, kind of like the Barry Bonds transition from like <laughs> when Barry, <laughs> like when uh, when Barry Bonds started. Have you seen pictures of Barry yeah. Bonds when he first got in the MLB yeah. and then towards the end when he's hitting like seventy home runs and you're like, that's not. The but same, I don't know man. if we can put Steph Curry and Barry Bonds. Weight uh, transformation in the same. I imagine uh, their ankles are the exact same size. <laughs> it will be interesting. <laughs> It'd be interesting. Like NFL, um, Major League Baseball, any kind of steroids or drug use and things is, is scrutinized so much. They don't talk about any of that in the NBA. No, they don't. And so how these players recover and get healthy and what's going into that, it is such a quiet scene in the NBA with regards to that. So it would be really interesting if there's some of that stuff going on it just doesn't get talked Which about. Which su- it's such – that the wear and tear on your body on that sport right. is insane. I mean, yeah. yeah. Basketball is rough. It's rougher than I think – if you don't play basketball consistently, like even from – like obviously like – I'm not. We're not over here playing at a high level, but like we play consistently. Two, uh, we two, play at a high level. Yeah, well, okay. yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I jammed two, my finger two, this morning. Two or three times a week, you jammed your finger. Um, and like even that is like I come home after playing. Like this morning, I came home was like, oh, I'm sore today. You've got to you got to stay um, in. You got to stay in the game, right? Yeah. These yeah. players don't get an off season. They can't just take take right. some time off because they get tightened up and injuries happen that way, right? And they have to spend a lot of money. I think uh, Russell Wilson in the NFL spends millions yes, in the does. off season yep. just to stay healthy to to recover and so all those Yeah. So yeah. these, I mean, and they found that it pays off 100. Um, but the reality is, most players don't have careers that long to do to spend that amount of money into it. Yeah. And so if players aren't, if they're doing things they shouldn't, if they're out. Drinking, doing drugs, you know, Dwayne Haskins and um, um, Josh Hamilton is sort of in that same conversation. They were doing some things they shouldn't have been. Yeah. Um, you know, it really shortens your career, obviously. Yeah. But um, you really have to be convinced that you're going to take every effort to, to put yourself in a, in, a, in a situation to be there long term. And, and a lot of players just don't have that in them. Well, you've put your whole life to it. Like, right. why ruin it with, you know, you get some money and then you start acting dumb, you know? Yeah, because they were acting dumb probably before they had money. Yeah, true. Uh, all right, James, your fourth and fifth picks. Uh, my fourth pick is going to uh, Mark Sanchez. Good old butt fumble. Yeah, <laughs> I I was going to reference that. Oh, that's, sorry, that's, man, my bad. Well, no, it, it had Way to be to go, said. Ron. That's literally the first thing I think of. Yeah, it, that's gonna that's him. <laughs> uh, coming out of USC, drafted uh, first round, fifth overall in two thousand nine. Um, that's when US. I mean, USC was real hot back then. That's they had all those quarterbacks oh, coming yeah. out of there, and yeah. He just he bounced around. He could never really find a home. I mean, no. he did a little damage with uh, the Jets and the, the, the Broncos a little bit. The Jets had a year, yeah, where they looked like they well, were because their defense was incredible. Yeah. It was the butt fumble year, right? Yeah, yeah. It was a butt, that, that was, was the, the, that was Revis, that was Revis Island year. Yeah, yeah. Um, no butt fumble. Oh, good old butt fumble, like, man! Can you imagine? That's how you're known. You are your his entire existence. Like I I met Mark Sanchez. The first thing I'm not saying I would say it out loud, but the first thing that would go through my mind was he ran into a dude's butt and fumbled the ball. And he would say, "I'm a millionaire because of it." Yeah, and he is. He he will be known. He will be famous for a really long time. Part of it is because he's handsome as well. He's a good looking dude. He's a good looking dude. So like, like if Jimmy football G. doesn't work out, commentating and being you know yeah. it works out. It'd be really hard to take him seriously, though. That'd be top five best looking athletes. Jimmy It'd be G's. a weird conversation. Jimmy G's way up there. Um, yeah. Big facts. 
I mean, like, I guess I can. You think our wives would listen to the podcast if we did that one? I don't think my wife's that interested in, in the looks. No, Lauren, Lauren is really. She's married to me. Right. <laughs> Lauren isn't. Like, no, I don't know. Renee may have may, may have thought about that a little bit more because James is a handsome man. No, you use Zach Efron over here. I mean, like, what do you do? <laughs> like, it's. Uh, Maybe if she thinks that, I don't want to know it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, James, your last pick. Last pick is going to the last quarterback is Josh Rosen. Josh Rosen. The ch- Rosen chosen Rosen. I forgot about that. Yeah, Dude. coming out of uh, old Eucla, 10th overall in 2018 pick. Man. Eucla. <laughs> 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 that just, that was like, I really was thinking like, what's Eucla? Like, no, <laughs> UCLA, all right, cool. Man. What year was that? 2018? 2018. So God, he didn't even play and got traded before he even played. Yeah, and he's, I yeah. think he's he already He was Cardinals, and then who did he? Yeah, Damn. I think he's done, done. Yeah, he's done. That's nuts. Him or Brock Osweiler, who are you picking? I don't want either one of those quarterbacks. Gross. Yeah, there's bound to be a wide receiver that has a decent arm. 100%. That same draft, Baker Mayfield, Sam Darnold, and Josh Allen were all in it as well. Oh, the Josh Allen one hurts. Yeah. That's rough. He was the fourth quarterback taken that year, so it's not like they didn't unload on him, but right. it was still. That's a lot of, I mean, like. That's pretty impressive. Yeah. Um, he's a free agent, by the way. Of course he is. What? So he's not done done. I'm a free agent. I mean, like, yeah. what do we... Well, yeah, that just <laughs> means he didn't file his retirement papers. Yeah. I'm just surprised he's not a third string on somebody's list. Why? Because he doesn't have <laughs> any... He's got all the tread on the tires. I'm like, well, what <laughs> but is... Like, but, like, at least... But the tires uh, don't fit the, the rims. But a know? third... But, like, even as a third round... I mean, a third round... As, like, a third string, you're, like, practice squad, basically... Like you got to bring something to the table that you don't that. So the Titans some, couldn't use Rosen as a. I mean, where was he last? Yeah, no, no one could use Rosen. My my backyard football league couldn't use Rosen. Yeah. He went from the Arizona Cardinals in 2018 to the Dolphins in 19, 2020 Buccaneers. Yeah. Then the 49ers 2020, 2021 Falcons, Browns 2022, Vikings 2022. So maybe he learned something from Tom Brady. Like I don't know. Like I don't think Brady talked to him. Probably not. God. If I'm Tom Brady, I'm talking to Josh Rosen. He might rub off on you, man. Like, <laughs> uh, like uh, I just got dumber. What happened? Imagine, man? Like, like that's why. Like that's why that whole thing happened with Tom Brady's divorce. He's talking to Josh Rosen. Like <laughs> he got marital advice from. Josh yeah, Rosen. he got marital advice. I can't throw a football. Yeah. Like, hey, man, you should stay. Don't leave your family. It's yeah, fun. your family is not that important. Football is all that matters. That's what Josh Rosen told Tom Brady. So like that's why. Go yeah. do it in the sand too. Yeah, terrible. Yeah, listen. You retire. Someone's gonna. You know, they're gonna scoop up that beach sand from where you retired at and make a hundred thousand dollars from it. Um, is it my turn? Is it my last pick? Yeah. Um, I have another great cocaine story. Um, Johnny <laughs> okay. Manziel. Um, he really? was first round pick. I didn't um, know he did drugs though. Twenty second overall, two thousand fourteen. Money Manziel. Uh, Johnny Manziel is famous for two things. Um, one beating Alabama. And two drugs. Um, that bowl game was unreal, though. Maybe three, maybe maybe three things being awful. Also in the Canadian Football League, um, man. Johnny Manziel is. I really appreciated him in college because he beat Alabama, but yeah. also because he was fun to watch. Is he yeah. an A and M guy? Yeah, he is an A and M guy. Was he there when Lauren was there? He was. She watched. Oh, she wow. got to like watch him play. She watched him beat Alabama. Like it was a big deal. Super cool. Yeah. Um, and. The reality is, I wanted him to be. I wanted him to be kind of, I guess, what Baker Mayfield is now. Yeah, like Baker know, Mayfield may end up being more like him than you know. If I you know, can't and, it and, out. and I'm worried about it. And the reality is, yeah. Johnny Manziel, like 
the money aspect didn't mean anything to him because he was he was always wealthy. You know, his family I think comes from like oil money or whatever. So like, dude's been rolling in it his whole life. So that's whatever. Wow. And you, but I would. I would take coming from vegetable oil money at this point. Like, right. Hey, well, remember he used to get the little uh, dollar things. Yeah, yeah. money Manziel. I tell you, yeah. Baker Mayfield has not. Um, Johnny Manziel didn't serve Baker Mayfield any. Didn't do him any favors by kind of being the first to do what he did. They were yeah. like clones of each yes, other. Yes, because yes. now you kind of you have that Johnny Manziel PTSD when you're talking about Baker Mayfield, kind of yeah. like you do with Lamar Jackson and. Um, was R- the guy out of Baylor we talked about? RG3. RG3, yeah. yeah. so you're like, oh, I don't know. Baker yeah. does have some good commercials, though. Man, yeah. I like that one in the like empty, the empty stadium. Yeah. Yes. That one's pretty good. Super good. Yeah, yeah so Johnny Manziel. Um, I think really the Browns are a factor on a lot of oh, this. Oh, I completely agree. That's another, like, he, the, he went to a really bad team. Yeah. Um, and some of these, and, and there's some picks that I think I could have gone with. That like like who was the guy man what was his name from Notre Dame I still have another pick uh, I know I'm getting I he was he's <laughs> a guy to wrap easy. up for the day yeah. oh, no. there's a guy from another guy from Notre Dame uh, he was a quarterback golly he was super good at Notre Dame um, went to the Browns yeah 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 bust um, um, it's not Brady it was yeah he's another handsome dude yeah but super unfortunate <laughs> but uh, yeah I mean you 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 go to I I will say Trevor Lawrence uh, withstood the test of Urban Meyer. And his, um, uh, what are where, the clubs that he went to, and um, has come out of it significantly better. Yeah, um, I wouldn't say the Jags was a phenomenal destination to go to, better than the Browns. Yeah, but yeah. not in any way. At least the weather's warm. I guess. Yeah, I mean, like not in any way a team that like I'm like, oh yeah, let me go play for the Jags. Yeah, uh, maybe now though. I mean, he has. I mean, they were. A, a great football team this past season. You Nobody think, wanted to play the Jags. You think Dabo? Dabo. Uh, good old Dabo Sweeney. Yeah. He's a good dude, man. You know that he um, consistently, like, like held Bible studies with his teams. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Baptized several of his, like, and was, like, open about, like, yeah, like, we baptize players all the time. Like, it's a big part of what we do. And that was that was cool to hear a coach consistently talk about that and not just say, I want to thank God. You know, like, yeah. he definitely dove more more into that world um, with his players. Of molding men into being good good individuals. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's a big deal. Brady Quinn. Brady Quinn. Yes. Oh, yeah. The yeah. Browns ruined him, I think, unfortunately. The Browns ruined everybody. Tim Couch was um, is a like a six or a seven on my list. The yeah. Browns ruined him. Yeah. Um, I hope the Colts don't turn into that team. They were like wasteland. I don't think they will, but the Browns, they definitely yeah. I'm going to – I had Ray Carruth, and he – he was responsible for like shooting his wife and yeah. But um, I'm gonna change mine. Okay, but hold on. With with him though, I looked actually looked him up. She yeah. didn't die. Yeah, but she, she called nine one one and said he was involved in it. Yeah, <laughs> he shot her point blank and then she survived and called the cops and he went on some like multi day uh like manhunt situation. No, it was wild. That's pretty gangster. Didn't they find him in like a trunk of a car or something like that? Like he was know. like trying Is, to hide. Are we talking about the car? Boston bomber now? I don't know. No, was, he was in a boat. <laughs> he was in a boat. All right, Brian Bosworth. Ooh. Ooh. All right, so yeah. um, Brian Bosworth oh, boss, um, huh? drafted by the Seattle Seahawks 1987 in the first round. Um, he was the Boz nickname. Now, he's an actor now, but um, in in college, he won the Buckus Award twice. Yeah. Was it Nebraska or something like that? Oklahoma. Oklahoma. Yeah, yeah, achieved notoriety there, and then everyone expected him to do great things in the NFL, and then yeah. he couldn't. So he was he was not only a great player – he was this 
this whole experience, the Boz experience, right? And it just didn't work out. So, um, you know, there's been a 30 for 30 probably, and there's been movies made about it. So yeah. it's one of those one of those that you kind of think about, and you're like, oh, wow, that that you know, that's a long time ago, 87. Yeah. Um, you guys weren't alive then? I was no. two. Oh, you were two? Yeah. All I right. The Good boss, man. No. The boss. <laughs> I wasn't um, alive. I remember so. he was, it looked like he was always on like a roid rage. Yeah. You know? It's like, and then probably back then, steroids were like, what? Like Skittles. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there was a lot of crazy things going on in yeah. college. That's one of those. You got the red he one? He had one of those big neck things, those yeah. neck pad things. Like, yeah. yeah. He was I miss those. I want those to come back. Band. I mean, yeah, he was wild. Is it a uh, Vander Esch for the Cowboys that still rocks yeah. one? Yeah. Dude's like a boss. Vander Esch is like a he's like a wolf out there. Yeah, he's a freak. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> um, uh, well, a- as difficult as this was to kind of put together for this draft, it was a fun one. Like it ended up being more interesting, kind of looking back and going, "Oh yeah, that guy sucked." I'd like um, to know. We got some listeners. Tell oh, yeah. me who we missed. Yeah, absolutely. And I got some listeners are going to be like, "There's some, there's some hockey guys we had yeah. we talked about, but come on." Um, we we talked about some WNBA, but really, yeah, and no. so like I it's it's either baseball or baseball. Maybe it's basketball or football. And the really reason with baseball it makes it tough is these guys get drafted out of like middle school, yeah. and you may <laughs> they may not play, and you don't really remember, and they typically don't play for the team they got drafted for. Yeah. So the draft is such a big deal. I think NFL draft is probably a bigger deal than the NBA draft as far as like marketability. Yeah. Um, tomorrow, I can't wait to watch it. Yeah. Um, probably one of my favorite draft moments. Um, oh, shoot. Who's the kicker for the Colts? Oh, Pat McAfee. Pat McAfee came out, and it was in Nashville. Yes. He and he clowned the Titans, the Titans yes, man. It was, it was my phenomenal. favorite thing ever. So oh, I good. loved it. So they should, I think they need to lower the uh, the clock in the draft. I think yeah, it's, it's, it's way too... Know. They, there's, you know. There's dude. no reason yeah. for it to be two whole minutes. Is it two whole minutes? It, yeah. I, it's whatever. It's too long. It's whatever it is. Best chime ever, though, in draft sports is NFL. Oh. Uh, Sorry, yeah. Pat McAfee. I blanked on your name. If you want to come be on the podcast um, anytime. Uh, you're going to tell down the language. Um, <laughs> but uh, this was fun. I, um, I'm going to be thinking about these really like bad draft you people should. Like probably for the rest of the week you should probably be thinking about that bad choice of earring but uh, no, Pat McAfee wearing women's blouses all the time you guys would fit right in well no speaking of earrings you, you should wear that on uh, Friday when we run full court basketball oh that's gonna get yanked out and I'm gonna punch somebody in the face um, it's a clip well, good on. Thing it's a clip on. <laughs> yeah, but like, let me tell you, no, like for real though, like it's yeah, it is it is on there, and like I tried to just like straight pull it off, a lot of pain. It was, I'll try. It would, no, I'm gonna, that's going to be the thing here in the office. Can I sneak up behind Roman and yank the? Right, I'm, yeah. I'm not going to constantly wear it. Um, maybe I don't know. I might get it legitimately. I know done, at though. least two of our elders that would be about yanking it out. Oh my gosh, they would. Out of Wade, pure, pure anger. Um, <laughs> all right. Well, hey, uh, this has been a good one. Thanks for uh, joining us this week, and hopefully that uh, you listen next week. See ya.